Hey everyone, welcome to the podcast. Bobby Ty, George Bloom here on the scene of a property that he recently purchased. Um, he's renovating, rebuilding an entire house here, um, doing a lot of work to the land, purchased a property just up the street, couple acres as well too. So yep. spent the last few days working down here on your properties, getting them um, completely re-renovated, doing stuff to the land, all that kind of stuff oh, yeah. right here. So to get this podcast started off, um, wanted to talk about, um, from your point of view, George, the importance of somebody diversifying their portfolio, what that means to you and what you think is important about it. Yeah. So, you know, when I was thinking when we were down in Florida, we kept talking about, you know, getting some properties in St. Augustine and Airbnbs down there. We already had a few in Jacksonville. We were doing really well with those. And just in terms of, you know, having something kind of out of state. I was really interested in that. I grew up in West Virginia. I wanted to have something here eventually. And I saw some properties pop up, didn't like those, saw some other ones pop up. And then this one came available. And I'm like, you know, th this is the one. And what I really like about this property is property taxes for one are one of the lowest in the entire country. So I pay less than my property taxes here in West Virginia are less than what I pay for an, one month in Florida. For it's the whole year here. Interesting. It's very right. interesting. So utilities are less expensive here as well. Property I don't think taxes. A lot of, I don't think a lot of people recognize that there are some states that have such low property taxes. Right. And West Virginia is one of the lowest and it's great. And what's great as well, um, this county that I'm in, because I'm outside of city limits in this area, I'm actually not required to pull any permits for any kind of construction, electrical, roofing, plumbing, um, anything like that. I'm a brand new HVAC, you know, you change your meter box on your pole, you don't even need one, um, a permit. So that was one of the things that really intrigued me to work on this because I knew that I wanted to do a lot of the work myself as well in terms of designing, changing a few things, um, little things here and there. And I know if we were doing that in Jacksonville or St. Right. Augustine or any kind of place within city limits, so to speak, um, you know, the inspectors are going to be right up, right, so, right up there giving you five hurdles you got to go through. Oh yeah. I feel this just helps streamline the process. Yeah. And it, it, it's been going great. And I think, you know, once this property gets going, I think just the return on investment is going to cash is be flow huge. and everything yep. like that. Cash flow, you know, bills paid. And the goal is also, you know, with this, um, kind of diversifying everything is I don't, didn't want to have all my eggs in one basket in yeah. Florida and Florida, yeah. you know, I kind of wanted to fall back something, yeah. um, you know, something ever did happen to the market or something and you needed a place to stay. I mean, pretty easy to live in a place when your right. property taxes, you know, are three, $400 a year. Right. Absolutely. Talking about diversifying your portfolio, you've got stocks, cryptocurrency, cash, expensive land, cheap land. Now, right. if you come and you start getting cheap land, you're kind of hinting on some of those benefits. Go a little bit more into, um, you know, the benefits of getting cheap land. Yeah. What I, what I really like about the land here versus, you know, and like I said, you know, location, location, location. Yeah. Uh, but some of the land here you can get for 1,000, 2,000, you know, 5,000 an acre um, on some pretty beautiful areas, you know, right. some forests and fields, things like that. Um, great places for development. Right. So I really like that option, too. And just where we are in the country here, I mean, we're right adjacent from a state park. We're surrounded by forest. Big river behind us. Big river, old growth forest over there. So there's a lot of opportunity here in terms of construction and no zoning and things like that. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, 
contractor just headed out there. <laughs> contractor just waved. He's heading out for the day. Have a good day, sir. Which, which leads us into building partnerships in real estate. Right. Talk to me. When you're developing land and you're growing properties, the importance of developing good relationships. Oh, yeah. 100%. And those relationships of different contractors when you're in the construction business doing this, you know, are really key to your success. You know, that's going to be super helpful. You know, there's a lot of things that I don't know in the industry. And to really have those experts come in that know what they're doing, they're knowledgeable, um, they know how to get a job done, um, they have a good team and a good crew. Those are so important um, to have when you're in a project like this. And what I've learned from the beginning to now is that, you know, I've made a lot of mistakes in the beginning. I hired some wrong contractors. It didn't work out. I lost some money. Um, so it's really important to take your time, don't rush, do your due diligence yeah. in finding those right people for the right job. Because at the end of the day, it makes a world of difference. And you know, it, it really dictates what you can accomplish and what you cannot accomplish within a project. Right. And I'm sure now if you were to go build another property, you've developed a whole lot of connections and relationships. You've learned a lot. So it'd be a much more streamlined process in the future. Correct. I feel... 100% more comfortable and confident moving forward on the next project. And it's because of the team and the crew that I've built within all the different contractors that I've been working with. Um, we really all have a good working relationship together. Uh, what's great is the reliability. Yeah. When I need something done, it's been getting done on time now. Um, and you know what I was mentioning, it really takes time to find the right people yeah. to get the job done. Um, or you might get lucky and find the best one on the first try. You know, right. I, I hope that happens. Yeah. You know, that didn't work out like that for me. And, yeah. you know, probably five or six different contractors and different tradesmen before I found the right ones. And the ones I have now, um, it's a little bit bigger outfit. So they're a bigger company. And, uh, you know, they're about an hour and a half away. So it was a little difficult also getting them to take this job, even though they had to travel. So that was a little bit more expensive getting that. But now that I have these relationships with the contractors that's been working with me on this project and this job, uh, I feel so much better on starting the other five acres that yeah. I purchased. And, you know, we have another couple of acres up here with a house on it that we're going to be remodeling as well um, in this area. So I feel a lot more comfortable having these guys, you know, giving them what they need. They know what to do. They know. And they also know my style of construction and building. I'm really meticulous when it comes to certain yeah. things on what products Attention we're details. using. And, uh, you know, all my mechanicals, I like everything done a certain way. So we actually have some really good plans that we use for this house that we can really just copy that and mimic it over at the new project, um, which will also help these guys because they've already done this exact same thing here. Yeah. Um, and it, it's going to be super beneficial. The HVAC company, they helped carrier. They helped you out with a lot of stuff. Oh, got yeah. Some good I, content with I, them yesterday. Yeah, we got the content done yesterday. And, you know, the majority of the HVAC stuff from Car is from carrier. Um, really good infinity system that I have. Uh, variable re refrigerant flow system. I mean, the energy efficiency on my system, it's actually a ductless system. I won't go into too much yeah. detail, um, but it, we can actually use it on the ducted system, which I'm using it right. for. So just energy efficiency efficient. and performance. Oh yeah. Energy efficiency, performance on the house. So this is a high performance house. You know, I don't want to say, Hey, it's a passive house. Um, but everything that we're doing is, you know, to build a better, healthier and better quality home. So that's keep what your bills lower, here. keep your bills low. Right. And, um, and I would put this up against any house built, built in the state. Yeah. Um, for energy efficiency and quality. Um, in real estate, you have to understand risk. George, talk to me about what you were thinking when you got in this, knowing your level of risk and what you've learned through that. Yeah, so when I, was, when I first saw the house, the house was listed for a million dollars. Then it was listed for 499. 
And when I saw it listed for 499, I was like, you know, let me just submit an offer and see what I can do. And, yeah. and, I, and I'll just say this, I got over 150, you know, almost $200,000 less um, right. for that. So with the risk and reward versus this house, you know, I knew that I wanted this house for myself as well to have something as a vacation home. Yeah. But I also was looking at it as, you know what, if I can make some money with this house and right. I have it cover some expenses and get some money back from the remodeling, you know, that, that would be great. So I was definitely looking at it that it had potential yeah. to have an income as well. Right. And for example, if this house, if I didn't think this house had any rental potential to where I was thinking it could be, right. I probably wouldn't have moved forward on this project. So risky, I definitely think it's a little risky because I'm purchasing a house out of state. I don't yeah. know any contractors. Yeah. I know no one really in the area yeah. here to come work on the house. So in terms of that, I was kind of buying up piece of land in the middle of nowhere right figuring it out along you know as i went yeah yeah i think if i look at um the airbnbs i had in, in south florida the ones we had in jacksonville um all of those say something went wrong and i was stuck with the mortgage payments for multiple months straight and they couldn't rent right. i didn't bite off more than i can chew right i was comfortable and with the mortgage payments that i had so it sounds like you kind of came into this you you there was nothing in here that was going to really hurt you financially. You were right. I, I, I did a big risk assessment. Yeah. Now I did find the house online about two in the morning and buy it the next day, right. went under contract <laughs> the next day. Uh, yeah. how, however, I did look at things right away to yeah. see what I needed to do um, and what it would take to kind of do the house. And, and, you know, I was way under budget. I was thinking 75,000, maybe a yeah. hundred thousand to do this. Right. But it's, it's it, for what I'm doing and the high performance build that this is, it's a, it's a $200,000 remodel, you know, $250,000 remodel. Three floors, three stories. It's going to rent well. It's next right. to a campground that has ideally, during the summertime, about 100% occupancy. So yeah, actually, it's 94.7 or something occupancy right. from, for last summer, which Just is great. Very important metrics to know coming into something. Right. And, so. and now that, yes, we know that is camping, you know, but we are in a state park, a uh, yeah. little under three acres and just, you know, my bills also, that was a big thing for me too. You know, long-term I was thinking about in this, this, you know, I don't want to spend a bunch of money on bills and things like that. So that was one of the, the big right. things too, that I wanted, I did everything as high performance as I could afford within my budget. Right. And, uh, so that's just one of the things that I was taking into consideration. Yeah. It's costing me a lot of money up front, but in the long term, in 10 years, 15, 20 years, right. You know, this, this house is still going to be strong. I'm it's not, gonna I'm be not an worried. asset for you. Right. A nice yeah. asset for you. Um, George, with what you've gone through so far in this project, uh, you've gone through a lot of contractors, you've learned a lot, it's been going on for about a year, it's coming along well, it's looking great. Um, tell me for others that might want to get into land development, remodeling a house, building their own house, um, what are some of your recommendations for others? Yeah, so do your due diligence. Um, that, that's really important, you know, cover all your bases, make sure you know what you're getting into. And, and for me, I knew this is something that I really wanted. It's not just as strictly an investment property. For me, it's something that, you know, I've always dreamed of having a place here in this area. Uh, my dad's farm is 15 minutes yeah. away. So I wasn't necessarily saying, hey, I have to have to rent this out. Right. I, I definitely would like to rent that to, you know, recuperate some of the um, investment that I've already put in. Uh, however, when you're purchasing a property that you're looking for strictly investment, or maybe you want to enjoy a little bit, but the main reason you're getting this is to get some money, you know, do your due diligence, follow up you know, with the surrounding area, especially if you're doing a remodel, you know, call and get multiple quotes from multiple different contractors to really get a good idea like of what the advice. projects will cost. Yes. And it'll, and it'll help give you oversight. You know, you might not even know that right. much about construction and you don't want 
to hire a general contractor and they come in here and give you some like off the wall crazy quote. Yeah. Yeah. So we definitely don't want that happening. So, you know, do your due diligence, follow up with contractors, spend time on checking with every single different contractor on detailed quotes of what that specific item would cost. Don't just say, hey, how much for a kitchen remodel? And you get an invoice that says $20,000, you know, who right. knows what that is. You know, really get those details outlined on those invoices, the contracts, those those bids. Right. To really give you a general idea and a really, you know, you know, obviously, you know, add 20% on there, but it yeah. should give you a good idea of what that project is going to cost. And then also think, you know, for time frame, how long is that going to take? Because also your time is important and valuable to yourself. So, you know, is this going to take me, you know, six months to manage a project for at another location with my own job that I have? So there's a lot of different things to take into consideration um, when doing a remodel. You know, zoning. Yeah. I'm not in a zoning area, which is great. I don't need permits for anything, <laughs> which is pretty wild. You know, I told my yeah. buddies uh, yeah. that down in Florida. And believe me, they they have to deal with it all the time, pulling permits. So like having that available here lets me be a little more creative. And I don't want to say get away with things, but definitely makes it easier without inspectors, you know, breathing down your back, you know, right. making sure you cross the right wire or something. Uh, so. a, a lot of great information you've put out so far. Yeah, I um, appreciate it. So hey. question, question for you, Bob, yeah. on, you know, I know you're down in Jacksonville. We're working down there right now. Um, how do you feel, you know, coming up? Would you feel comfortable getting something in this area um, after meeting the contractors moving forward for something like that? Um, how do you feel in terms of, you know, because you got to meet a lot of the contractors yesterday, yeah. um, see their work, see their quality. Um, so how do you feel? You know, I know you're kind of looking around as well. So do you feel comfortable? Um, looking around maybe a little bit more in depth, thinking about maybe putting an offer if you find the right thing. So if I came out to this area, I would definitely feel good about getting a nice piece of land because I would consider it to be a very good land investment. Um, things you have mentioned like lower regulations, you can do pretty much just about anything that you yeah. want on the actual land. So if you're building a house, you can customize it how you want. You want That's to have right. a chicken farm, you want to develop some gardens or, or grow crops, you have the ability to do so. Right. Um, and, and with that being said, you know, you have other things such as timber. You have a lot of rivers that run through here. I look at it as a very smart investment um, from the perspective of getting land, diversifying your portfolio, oh, having yeah. a fallback place to go to. So right. um, I, I feel very good about it out here. Met a lot of good um contractors, like you said, as well, too. So um, ho ho hopefully uh, George gets a Bobby neighbor out here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We'll absolutely see. And um, George, I mean, going through this whole podcast, a lot of useful information oh, yeah. to anybody that wants to learn more about land development, real estate development. Um, both of our contact information is going to be down in the description on whatever platform you're watching or listening to this on. So um, definitely Let's appreciate you having you on, George. Appreciate it, man. Let's do it again. Yes, sir. Nice. Nice. Now that recorded. You got to be kidding me.